And I'm here with Denise and Shauna today, and we are going to talk about Comic-Con. It is back, and I'm so excited to get to San Diego next week to check this out. Yes, yes. It, the, if, for those of you who are not attending San Diego Comic-Con, um, it has actually been on hiatus for the last two years. So right off the bat, we bought these tickets in, what, 2019? So we are finally yeah. able to capitalize on on having held these tickets for years, which is really exciting. Yeah, so for today's drink, I went to the fridge, grabbed an energy drink, grabbed some bourbon, and I think it works well for Comic-Con because just chaos. <laughs> chaos in a cup, but it's good. Good chaos. I, I love Organized that. Organized chaos. I- I love so what I'm hearing is we are bringing our own personal spin on what a comic con drink means to us. <laughs> but also yes. yes, an energy drink energy drink and and bourbon is a good one. Um I am drinking sangria with just like a splash of orange juice and honestly it's I just felt like this is a nice like party little afternoon delight. That's that's where I'm coming from with my sangria. Also it was what I had in my fridge. Yeah, I just reached into the fridge, grabbed the very first thing that came out, and it was a blood orange cider. So. There we go. Yeah, pretty good. Well, cheers, ladies. So, yes. Cheers. And um, cheers to David. Again, under the weather. Yeah. Um, we, we hope to see you soon, David. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Comic-Con is back, so I think... There's a lot to unpack with Comic-Con. Um, so I think let's just start with the past and move ourselves to the present. I love that. And we'll see where this episode takes us because there, there, there's Comic-Con is, like, is chaos. It's, it's anxiety. If anyone hasn't gone, I don't even know what to compare it to. It's, it's not like anything... And it's just a roller coaster of emotions, and I'm sure we'll feel all of them tonight, just thinking back of our past cons and what were our hopes and hopes and dreams are for this con. Because there always is. There's just that, like, there's this unicorn that you're chasing for the whole convention, um, and the uh, the disappointment starts quick. <laughs> like, weeks before it's, you it's get already, there. Con hasn't even started. <laughs> Disappointment's it's already true. started, and, and we'll get to that you're a little bit later. not even there yet, and you're already disappointed in things, but it still, um, it is a wild ride. So, welcome everybody to our wild ride a week before we go <laughs> to the convention. So, um, ladies, do you have, like, a favorite past memory? Maybe a panel, off-site experience? Um... I know we've talked about it before, but definitely the the Chadwick Nerd HQ interview, that was pretty, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit, like what what happened, what went down? Oh well, I talked about it in another episode, but basically, just a friend of mine got into a panel. It was a mystery guest that day. He found out it was Chadwick um, before Black Panther came out, so it was just basically Zach 
Levi, Zachary Levi, interviewing him and just um, we were a front row. So I got to ask him a question. It was pretty cool. Um, it was a really good interview. He's such a he's, he was just an amazing person. So just hearing him talk about his experiences. Pretty cool. And then yeah. Orlando Jones had that sci-fi karaoke bus, 80s bus, where everybody yes. on the bus got to put in a song. And if you got your song chosen, you got to do karaoke with them. That was absolutely amazing. I don't know. Those are those are the two, I think, that stick out to me first. Um, and then just it's also just cool, just even in that sea of people where you have your, your circle, your nerd circle. So just running into people randomly. In certain spaces, if you see them mm-hmm. and crossing, that's always kind of cool too. Just what pain are you going to? Where are you going next? And then just that chaos of, yeah, Coney just walked down the street, get here now. So you run Gotta down go. the street. So those kind of things are, are, are kind of funny too. Just having that circle of, 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 of nerds. And then every yeah. year, I want to say every year I've gone, I've uh, done the Hall H Saturday line where you just commit yourself to a four hour block <laughs> and you're in line for four hours. Um, Mm-hmm. I usually get the overnight shift, so I just sleep outside overnight. So that's always fun. Everybody in line just kind of playing card games or sitting around like the like yeah. the Game of Thrones experience too, where we're literally just camped outside yep. <laughs> overnight. So those overnight line make friends in lines uh, experiences are pretty cool. Oh, they're yeah. fun. Yeah, I I remember when. I don't know where we were, but you were walking down the, the like the harbor, and you just text this. I just saw a box of Codens swoop up past me. Get down here now. We all ran down to the harbor and got in line for the free yeah Conan pops. That was so I was much famous fun. on that Facebook thread that day. You're like first in line. Oh yeah, that was a good. That was a good memory. Yeah, that was a good. One. That was that mm-hmm. was fun. What about you, Shauna? So as you're talking, I'm thinking about. Um... <laughs> about my I don't think I have like one or two favorite moments necessarily but um a little bit along the same lines as Denise was saying it's kind of those spontaneous things that just kind of happen like you kind of mm-hmm. if you're watching you know your social feed and stuff it's like all of a sudden somebody's throwing a party go there now and you're like okay go and then it's just pure chaos so um it's a little bit like going to war because you have your battle plan right? You know where Mm -hmm. you need to be at what time. This is the time that you're going to be in line overnight, or this is what time you need to be in line for this panel. So you have Mm -hmm. everything, you have every minute of your weekend planned. And then somebody's like, there's a secret party at at First Island. Go now. And you just, you you throw, it's chaos. You just, where where are we going? Get a bird. Get get in the cab. I don't care. Just run, run. Just put on your sneakers and run. So it's just everything (laughs) that you've planned for just goes out the window if something more exciting comes up. And I think that's, that thrill of that, that is those are always my favorite moments. Denise, you and I ended up at a party and you met, um, mm-hmm. I didn't even know who he was at the time, but like you were so excited to meet the guy who played Arrow. Stephen Amell. It was, it was, that was another Zach, that was another Zach. Uh, it was Levi, a Zach Levi joint. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I think Mariah, you and I went to like a National Geographic party and like I went yeah. to, it was so, so much, much fun. fun. It was just mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it was just like get in line now. You can get in without reservations or anything. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I went to a Harry Potter party at the Children's Museum after Nerd HQ stopped showing up, and that was so fun. So just, like, those moments where it's, you just have these very spontaneous interactions with fellow nerds, and you're all looking out for each yeah. other, um, trying to figure out yep. where the next best thing is, is and what's going on right now, and it's, 
it's pure joy and pure chaos and then pure agony if you miss out. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You definitely, your plans, you have to come into it with tentative schedule. Because if you come into it with a schedule and you, you're going to be really disappointed if your plans don't work out. So loose, everything's loose. No, nothing should be set in stone with any of your plans. Just what you would like to do. And then see how the But you works. have to know where you need to be at what time if you need to accomplish a X, Y, Z. So they are loose, but you still are overscheduled. Like you're completely overscheduled because you do, there's the gas, like the whole convention is outside the convention center and in the gas lamp. So you need to get your body where it needs to mm-hmm. be and get through all of the crowds and wait in line. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, yep. yeah, you gotta go into, it really is like going into battle. So. We're gonna talk about our. What are you guys? We're gonna usually, talk about our battle plans today. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What What do you guys usually do to prepare to make sure that you've hit everything that you want to do? There's no way to hit everything. I think that's my first preparation. Is I tell myself I'm not gonna do everything. I I have an idea of what I want to do, and I kind of just keep myself open, like you guys were saying, because at any minute someone could text you and say, "Hey, there's a party." Um, I was on a Facebook group one day and somebody was like hey i have an extra ticket to this party if anybody can meet me here in the next two minutes and i happen to be in the area so mm-hmm. i don't really prepare the only thing i prepare is just making sure i have my battery pack my phone snacks and good shoes yep. that's the only preparation i do as far as yep. anything else i kind of just keep everything open because something's always going on down there so yeah you just need to know what's going on so i know we have a little notes shareable thing going on where we're just listing off all of the offsites. We know what time they're happening, where they're happening. So you just need to know what you would, yeah, what you would like to do, where it's supposed to be. And then if you're able to get there, then you can get there. And you need to, like you said, Mariah, leverage your nerd friends and co-conspirators so before any of this happens you need to know who's got your back who's going to be the person you text when you have that extra ticket who could that person be who could text you about that extra ticket what group chats do you need to be in Mm -hmm. so you need to make sure all of your socials are up to date you need like you need to you need to have those people in place that are going to help you get through this weekend um but yeah definitely the same like all the battery packs how am I going to be comfortable all day? What can I do in line when I'm in line for hours and hours? How can I keep yeah. myself entertained? I, I actually am doing a little bit of cardio at the moment just so that I know I can make it through the weekend. Cause it's been so long since I've had to do anything like this. Um, but yeah, making sure your tech is in order as well. Battery packs, phone chargers, yeah. extra of everything. What snacks can you bring? Where mm-hmm. can you bring them? Um, good sturdy water bottle. Got to stay hydrated out there. Yeah, it's, it's hot. hot. I and all the respect for all the cosplayers. I don't know, Mariah, if we're going to talk about this later, but I don't. I don't go full cosplay at cons. I might do like a theme, like a little bit like Disney bounding. Like I might dress kind of akin or mm-hmm. a, a adjacent to a character, but full cosplay. My God, I could not in the heat. It's amazing it. what they can pull off, mm-hmm. and you see such amazing cosplays so on that note is it just me or do you two also spend your whole day making note of anybody in masks just in case it's revealed that weekend that that was like brian cranston 
or Tom Holland. Because anybody who's wearing a mask over their face and nothing else, I'm like, you're a celebrity for sure. Yeah, I feel like, what, 18, maybe 17, like 18, 19, that was like the thing. Like, they all afterwards revealed themselves of who they were all weekend. And you're like, did I, did I touch elbows with that person? Do I remember talking to them? Or, you know. So. Way too much going on for me to ever see anybody. Like, I and I knew it. I, there was one year, I think it was Lupita was on the floor in like a Power Ranger costume or something like that. And she was mm-hmm. being very extra and dramatic. And I'm like, I never saw this person. I No. No. <laughs> There's way too many people in masks and costume running around. I love that, though. I just feel like they get such, like, I, I feel like in those moments, they enjoy it as much as we do. Because anybody who's in a Power mm-hmm. Ranger costume, you're going to go up and want a picture with. So it's like, everybody's a, a micro-celebrity for the weekend. But if you're an actual celebrity, you also get to be a micro-celebrity? And not have everybody, like, hound yeah. you. And that's the way to do it. As a, I mean, if I was a celebrity, I would totally always go in, like, a costume. I mean, it's really the only way they can enjoy anything without being bombarded and annoyed <laughs> the entire time. But it, it seemed like a fun like a fun thing to do is to, like, hide your identity and just enjoy the con. So with... Um, with our preparation, what are some panels that are must-sees or if you have any conflicts already, what are you, what are you excited and looking forward to? I haven't started looking at panels yet. I haven't started yet. I, my first, uh, challenge was just making sure I could go and then booking my airfare. Um, <laughs> And then, which I just did a few days ago, and then the air travel situation was scaring me a bit. So I was like, I'm, before I even get to that, let me just make sure that I can get there okay. But now that I feel like that's going to calm yeah. down, I just downloaded the app today and I'm just starting to go through. So far, I've just seen that they're premiering like a lot of new things, like um, Moon Girl Double Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. They're premiering that. They're doing the first few episodes of the Harley Quinn uh, three season yeah. three. Um and then apparently there's a movie coming out called 1982. I guess it was the greatest geek year ever. So there's a panel on why that was the greatest geek year ever. So just that. So I'm just going through the list. Um, but then also remembering that I need to shop on the floor, do outside stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. What about you, Shauna? So this year I only have. A weekend. I only have Saturday, Sunday, which actually took a lot of pressure off of looking at these panels. And it took a lot of pressure off of the competition because I know that on Friday we can, I can just absolutely sign up for the D&D movie experience uh, because I don't have a, con- a convention pass. I don't have a badge, so I don't need to be competing with panels. Mm-hmm. So that, that was kind of nice. But some panels that I do want to see because Saturday is like the day for panels. Some sad- some panels that I definitely want to check out are um, there's a panel for storytellers at Apple TV Plus, and that is going to feature Ronald D. Moore, who is going to be there talking about For All Mankind, uh, which we really like in the Rizzo House. But he has also just done some other series that I really really love, including Battlestar Galactica, the reimagined series, and he also does. Uh, Outlander, um, and I think he's also helming, for those of you who might like book talk, can we like hashtag a book talk? Can book talk like us? Um, 
Akotar, he's doing the book to TV transition or adaptation of um, A Court of Thorn and Roses, uh, which is very, very popular mm. on Book Talk. Uh, so I'm just interested to hear him talk and hear what he's saying about For All Mankind, but it will also be um, joined by people from Mythic Quest, which I love, and they're going to premiere, to your point, Denise, they're going to be premiering or showing a clip of uh, some of the work they're doing on the Foundation series. So that is another series that we really like in the Rizzo House, so I'm excited to see that. Um, that's all one panel. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I really hope I can get in. Um, but the other... Is it in a big, like, ballroom, or is it one of the smaller side rooms? It is rooms? in one of the bigger ballrooms. Yeah. It's in one of the bigger ballrooms, okay. so I'm gonna have to, like, carve out some time for that, and just to be in line to make sure that I see it. But there were some other panels that I want to see, but the only other must-do that I have, and you two, feel free to judge and laugh like you always do, but I, I will go to the say. Buffy sing-along on it. Sunday. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> Knew it was the Buffy music. I knew it. Yes. I saw that and I was like, Every year. Yeah. Every year we close out. So this is what I do on Sunday. So the Buffy sing-along is one of the last things that happens on Sunday. And then right after that ends, you there's only really like 45 minutes to an hour left at, at the convention. So mega sales happen then. And mm-hmm. so I run out of that panel after being energized by the nerd sing-along and I just buy up every comic that I'm missing and it's amazing and I love it. Um, do they do the same? Because I, I was reading about it. Is, is it the same musical episode every single year? It's the same year? one. I there's only, only one, episode, there's only right? one musical Buffy episode and it's just, I know you guys always like are really Shauna, but the line to get into that that panel is actually quite long. I have to – it is a commitment to get in. So my Sunday is is kind of um, monopolized by that sing-along a little bit. But there's also a lot of other really cool panels that I was seeing this year that I haven't seen before. Uh, and I don't know if I'll make it to them or not, but um, there's always a lot of mm-hmm. panels around, like, uh, female representation in comics, which is great to see. But this year I also saw a panel for um, people who are blind and visually impaired, and I haven't seen a panel at that named at that audience before. Um, mm-hmm. I also saw a panel for um, uh, gay representation, and it was literally called Yes, Say Gay. So I think that is happening um, over the weekend as well. It's definitely happening over the weekend because I didn't look nice. at Thursday-Friday panels. But um, we're seeing a, a lot more representation of marginalized or not marginalized but um, minority groups at these panels this year which is exciting to see yeah something else that i'm kind of trying to keep my eyes on is anytime i see how to make money being a nerd or how to be how to (laughs) create a nerd yes i'm also i'm keeping an eye out for mm -hmm. those so i i did see one on i think it was on sunday that was like how to make full-time money working as a nerd part-time or something along those lines yeah there's those how to do voiceover and make money, how to be a one-person yeah. comic book house. Like, there's so many panels on how to make your career dreams happen as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to be in those panels, mm-hmm. front row, with, with, with a notebook. I think a lot of those are just Saturday and, yeah, I mean, Friday and Saturday. Because I didn't really see anything like that for Thursday, Sunday, which is the only tickets I have. So I didn't even look at Friday, Saturday panels. Mm. See what they have going on. So what are you going to go see, Mariah? 
so Thursday, um, the, well, the one, the probably the only one that I'm excited to see is Ghost. It's the CB, show on CBS. So good. I mean, everyone should go watch it. I just, I want to watch it on repeat over and over again. But it's also, like, just about the same time as Abbott Elementary. It's, like, a 30 minutes off. So, bummed that I'm going to miss that. But I, I'm really excited to see it go. So, I, I'm going to have to do that. And then, Eric, it's the Masters of the Universe 40th Anniversary in Hall H. So, it's, like, that ghost and then run right over to Hall H. But everyone was saying that Thursdays usually are just, like, walk on in. So, I don't think we should have a problem. But that's that's pretty much Thursday. Sunday... I don't, I have to like recap. There were a couple other small ones like Spongebob and there's a couple other like cool little ones, but I just know it's just not going to happen. So, um, yeah, ghost, ghost is the one. I hope you get it. That's, that is my, my wish for you for this comic con that you get that panel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a movies reservation at 11. So it's like that then run over to ghost, which is in a ballroom, I think Indigo. So, so we'll see. I guess we'll we'll recap after um, Comic Con, and you guys will find out if we're happy or disappointed. Regarding the ballrooms, the library looks to be hosting quite a few panels this year, and I think the rem- what mm-hmm. from what I remember, they, they did host some panels, but they weren't exactly a hundred percent Comic Con affiliated. They were pretty much like if you're a library member, it's kind of fine, uh, and they mm-hmm. were and they were mm-hmm. very kind of few and far between. Whereas this year, it looks like they are hosting a whole bunch of panels. So the library, the San Diego Library, has really been brought into the fold of um, these not technically offsite, but kind of offsite places that are hosting these convention yeah. panels. Because also like. The Indigo Ballroom, that's that's at the Hotel Indigo, right? That's not even technically the convention center. So they're kind of also, they're taking over more of downtown, which is also, yeah. like, good for them. Well, I mean, they they should be involved. I mean, if you're a librarian, you get free tickets. So the least they can do is put on a couple. Why am I just now finding this out? I, I would have been. Yeah, why are we librarians? Yeah, if you're a librarian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're a librarian, and then I think if you, any... Not, I don't think it's all teachers, but I think there's something with like if you work with books or comics or writing or like anything like that, you can apply to get uh, a free ticket. It might be a professional badge. I'm not really sure what it's for. That but, makes sense yeah. because a lot of the panels that are hosted there have like Ed in the title, like Comic Ed or Con Ed. Mm, so it mm-hmm. seems like that is a series that's aimed at like that audience. And I did flag a couple because I thought that they'd be really cool. But it is like bringing bringing comics into education and bringing comics into mm-hmm. like your classroom so that that makes perfect sense to me but why are we yeah. hosting a podcast and going through all this work when we could just be librarians we should be librarians Except i also know that being a librarian takes a lot of training shout out to my bestie chris who actually went through librarian training in college so it, it, i know that's work too i'm just saying this is also work <laughs> and if you guys didn't know um this podcast was started on the i guess basis that we all could at one time in the future get press badges for San Diego Comic-Con cover 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 all the cover the news live and in action to cover it yeah not just to go but to also cover what's happening that's what I'm saying that's why I need to get into this almost how to be a nerd 
You make money. It's like we're, we want to go as a volunteer, then you run off. That's how I feel at this podcast. Like, yeah, we're there to do press, and then you never hear from us again. You would hear from me. No, I'm, I'm kidding. That's not happening. Because, <laughs> Mariah, I will say that I'm actually surprised that you have panels you want to see. Because I feel like every year, it's just a competition of how much swag can Mariah get for free from the booth on the floor. Oh. <laughs> So. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that <laughs> it'll, it'll, we'll get to that okay. <laughs> look we, we but there's always a couple that i want to see yeah. there are but they just never work out and that's what i'm saying like <laughs> ghost is on my list like that's the one like um like i think 19 it was psych i was i love the show psych so i definitely got into it so it's like but then i think a couple of years before that there was something else but i never did because other things happened and just never happened so well, also, if somebody texts you from the con floor saying that Mondo has a giveaway happening right now, you are running out of that panel. You are going to, like, there's going to be a Mariah-shaped hole in the wall to get to the con floor to get to that giveaway, right? Yeah. So I guess that just, <laughs> we'll just get us to our, <laughs> our next thing here, um, the booths. Mondo is definitely on my list of booths, but they're, they're an exclusive only. So I, all of my, all of my 12 entries, I've put all of my eggs in one Mondo basket. I made Eric put all his eggs in one on Mondo basket. I made Eric, Marcus put all of his tickets in one Mondo ba- basket. If you ladies have, don't want any exclusives, put your tickets in the Mondo basket. Cause I need that 100% soft exclusive. They said you can get it on the website. Fire. They say that, but anytime Mondo does anything online, the bots eat it right up and about 10 people get the actual product. So I, I will be trying, I will be trying Wednesday, but I, I'm not, I, I think I might have a better shot at getting an exclusive than getting a something off of Mondo's mm. website. Yeah. Mondo hundred percent soft lounge fly. We'll see, we'll see. They usually have cute wallets and things. And then Nickelodeon, they're doing their, their shirts again, creating shirt, which I really liked um, in 19. So I'll be back. I'll be back for Nickelodeon. What about you ladies? What's the booths? What are the exclusives? What are you trying to get? I haven't even looked at them yet. And I, the portal was having problems, so I didn't even haven't even gone into it to see. Hasbro is usually the one that I like the line I like to try to get into. So I like to try to get those action figures. Mm-hmm. Super 7 has really cool t-shirts. Other than that, I just walk back and forth between the Marvel and the Fox booth to see what they what swag they have. Yes, Fox always gives out the fanny yeah. packs or something cool. Yeah. yeah, and then you can always find me at some comic book booth going through boxes and seeing what I can pull out. Or the art. I like to walk into the art um, art alley too. So, I'm interested to see how it's going to be this year because it looks like there's the same amount of booths, but I haven't heard word on number of people they're expecting, but I assume it's going to be significantly less. A lot. I mean, I know a lot of people kept their tickets, but a lot of people gave them up, and so I'm wondering how much more freely it is it's going to be to walk through everything and maybe get something that you couldn't get before because there's less people there. I don't see Super Seven and their exclusives are some GI Joe, GI Joe stuff. I gotta go pick this up. Ooh, Emma- Ooh, yeah, they have the SpongeBob I and Patrick best BFF friend thing. figures. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, need that, 100%. Yeah, they got some gem dolls. 
I don't really engage in the exclusives the way that you two do, um, but I do love just like seeing what the swag is. And some of it is really not worth the space in the con bag, but every now and then you get a real gem. A real gem. Like those sci fi oh, yeah. bags they gave out oh, a yeah. while ago, um, still, that's like my con bag because it is so sturdy. It's so much better than the ones mm-hmm. at the actual convention. I, I guess, you know, people trade their convention bags and they're a whole thing too, but like not me. The sci fi mm-hmm. hat they gave out that same year, I still wear that regularly, like years, years later. So you get to know also yeah. uh, which off sites and which studios are giving, are, are, pretty routinely giving out pretty good swag like anything that's nbc affiliated usually has great offsites and great giveaways yeah fx i mean that's what's nice i think about having a few days off i mean you know we're gonna have thursday and saturday i mean sorry friday and saturday to be out at the offsite so usually thursday you hear what it was i mean they do switch it up each day but it's you know we're gonna hear everything and then we can pre-plan our friday based on what the swag was and i and actually when this podcast drops go check out our instagram page i'm gonna drop my 2019 swag um that i got that year and i didn't even have tickets and you should see the shit that i got so i'm just gonna put that out there you do not need tickets and to have a great time at san diego comic-con at all just go if you can't get tickets just go do the off-sites see all the people enjoy it so if you're listening to this right now, go to the Instagram page and and you'll see a a picture of what you could get without tickets or without. Also, badges. if anybody is like me, what I just heard was a challenge. Mariah just threw down the gauntlet and she said, "If you can get more swag than me, I dare you." <laughs> I dare, I dare you. you, and then also call me <laughs> so I can join you for next year. Yeah, you'll be her new con friend on her like on her favorites on her text messages. Like, what do you got? Really Let's be. go. You'll be part of the strategy. Man, I love I love the swag. I just love the free stuff. It's just so fun to go get in. It's so get. fun, and it it's it, there's that crushing press for the crowd. Like, there's also we haven't talked about it yet, but. Denise kind of alluded to it. It's it's kind of like the passing, like, oh shit, what are you in line for? Is this a line? And then sometimes you find out it's like a line for the bathroom by yeah. accident, and you're like, wow, I shouldn't be in this line. But like, if there's a line, I just wasted ten minutes. Here. You have to know what it's for. You have to because if it's not on the schedule, that might be the thing that you need that day, like because it's a, an exclusive drop. Mm-hmm. Or um, I remember the year that Avengers came out. You know, casts do surprise drop buys and these booths. So at the Avengers booth or the Marvel booth, all of a sudden the cast just came off a panel and they were lining up, and it was just like, oh my god, everybody get to the Marvel booth right now! The whole cast is going to be there signing autographs. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pay for them. You don't need to do this. But all you need to do is get in line. Mm-hmm. So my friend Garrett and I booked it and uh we like he actually bought us both like molniers so i have like a little molnier on my shelf that was from that we were literally two people from getting the last spots to meet and get autographs from the entire cast of age of ultron and it was just nice but it was so sad because we didn't but i and like honestly like i if you're talking about favorite moments at at comic-con i have to say chris hemsworth biceps even in like 20. I remember that picture you sent to us. Even, like, even in like 2016, like, it was just like, oh my God. We're like looking for you to come somewhere. I can't remember yeah. where we were supposed to be coming. And I was just like, where are you? And you oh, you didn't even reply. Your reply was a picture of Chris Hemsworth's arm. Like, I'm yeah. like, 
I was like, this is what I'm doing right now. Nothing else is going to, to be better and than I, this. You're right. I didn't ask you any other questions. I said, yep. <laughs> right where she needs to be. <laughs> and I was. Yeah, that, that was the moment that I knew that he was Thor. I never questioned it after that. Like, at first I was like, eh, is he? And then, and then I saw his arms walk into the room and I went, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I support this cast. Those are the arms I support Thor. this casting. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I guess besides exclusive, are there any like must buy items, anything that you've seen that one of your favorite artists or, or comics or anything that's going to be dropped that you need to grab? I basically just take a picture of my bookshelf so that I know what I have and what I don't have. And then I hit those boots running out of the Buffy sing-along and I just pick up as much back catalog as I can. Anything that I'm missing, I I just go straight for it. It's great. Yeah, Sunday's the Sunday's the best day to just wait and buy, especially if it's not an exclusive and it's just something you can like pick up Sunday. Everyone's giving away everything on Sunday. Yeah, um must buys. I feel like a lot of things still haven't been announced. I mean, we're you know, about a week out, but I think things are still slowly being dropped and released. But DKE Toys, if you don't know who they are, it's just to go check them out. Um, they just do really obscure, just fun little figures. And, and there's different artists who do like, you know, either anywhere between like 20 and 100 pieces. So I always like um, trying to grab something from them. And then Todd Lands, um, they have all the license to Bob's Burgers, American Dad, Family Guy. So pre-ordered some stuff for them to pick up as well. And then I, think I mentioned it earlier, Super 7's SpongeBob Best Friends figure is definitely a must. And then I think, yeah, once I get on the floor, I, I, then it's, it's go yeah, time. You can go in with an idea of what you want, but, you know, you just you let the floor take you wherever the floor takes you. My favorite comic con purchase has been this, it was this Marvel like neon card from like the seventies with Spider-Man on it. And he's like, my spider sense is tingling, but it's such a cool card. I have, I'm going to get it framed and hang it up on my wall. That's been my favorite purchase nice. since, um, and at the, co- at the convention. So totally random. Wasn't looking for it. Just happened to look up and see it on a shelf somewhere. So literally yeah. just walking around and just seeing everything. And another thing I want to kind of get into, maybe not this year, maybe next year, my friend RJ does it, is to just get a book, like a bound book, and just pay people to do commissions. So he literally has just a book of art that he has these artists do. His own personal book of his own, of art that he's just interested in from his favorite artists. So that's something I'll probably start getting into maybe next con. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Definitely want to get into some more art. At least buy more art this year. Yeah. 2020 at home, I bought a lot of art. <laughs> oh, 20, SDCC at home is a whole other thing. That was, that if was If anybody gr- won that con, it was Mariah. Like, I got a couple things. I got a couple good things, but Mariah won that con. Again, the challenge has been laid. Can you get more swag than Mariah? You need to no. figure that out. Get your life straight and then contact us. And I need to see this. I, I was luckily off that week. I don't even know. I think I must have slept between like 12 and 5. Like I was up between 5 a.m. to 12 a.m. I was up and I was on it. My computer was open. My phone was on. 
that was a good con. I was in my element. I was at home and I was able to get like do all the things from sitting on my couch. That was yeah. a good time. From I had couch. a one month old, so my schedule was so wacky. I'm I'm surprised I got as much done as I did, but um I will say when we're talking about things that we must have, I to this day kick myself because I didn't buy this pin. And this pin was from the Skybound booth, the Image Comics booth. And it just says, it's just a quote bubble. And it said, to quote the poets, we're fucked. And I thought, I know that. And it's <laughs> from the series called Monstrous that I love. And I'm, I I love this comic book. And I didn't buy this pin. My friend Garrett did. And he was like, look at this cool pin I got. And I was like, oh, shoot, I should have bought that. And now I can't find it anywhere. And now the remorse is so <laughs> real that this pin... Oh, the, the regret, it, it, and it very rarely hits me, but I literally, like, this last week was thinking about that pin, like, should have just fucking bought it. What the should've fuck was I doing? That's the whole point of Comic-Con. But you'll never not buy something ever again. That's after it. That like, I know, and that's it. it. So this is this is my story to all of you listeners, again, all 14 of you, that if you see something at the convention and you're like, God, this really speaks to me, just buy it because it... It, when they say it's exclusive, and even if they don't, it won't be there one day, and you'll miss it. You'll, you'll never, never it see again. it again, and it will be so sad. Yeah. There was a Deadpool print I saw one time at one of the boots, and it was the coolest looking Deadpool print I'd ever seen. But there was a big stack of them. I said, ah, I have time. I'll come back and get that later. Nobody's, nobody's looking for this thing. Gone. Nope. And like you said, Sean, I can't ever find it again. It was just a con <laughs> exclusive. Artists just did it just nope. for that event. Never going to do him again. So, nope. Just buy it. Yep. The highs and lows of Comic-Con, once again. Like, oh, it'll be there. I've got I've got time. You don't. You don't have time. Everything has to happen right now. Oh, yeah. If you're in the line to do it, you got to do it. If you're near a booth and something opens up or there's a space or they say we're opening and you just happen to be there, you just get in line. It doesn't matter what it is. You just get in line, make your way through, and continue on because you're going to be disappointed when you didn't make the quick step and then it was something awesome. And and if you find out. out it's something awesome, you text your nearest and dearest nerds and you say, low-key, I'm at booth 755. You need to get here. Don't tell a soul unless they need this, but get here now. You tell after you're all there. Get everyone, <laughs> Get your people there and then you let other people know that it's happening. That's exactly what you do. Um, so let's move off of the convention floor into the outside, the off-sites, which are, I mean, one of my favorite things to do. Um, do you have any, I mean, Denise, I know you have all four days and Shawnee, you have two. Are there any, I guess, off-sites that you've seen so far that you are willing to line up early for? Or plan to maybe do start your day with if you have the time. Again, I haven't seen anything yet. Um, and let me just say this. She says that she hasn't seen anything yet. But I have specifically made an off-site note that I have added everybody in. And it is detailed and is up to date. The way so, my anxiety works. I can't. I haven't looked at anything that y'all have put in that group chat yet. Or that notes. Because again, I'm my first thing was I need to get there. Like I need to make sure... My flight leaves on time, but I'm not delayed anywhere. Like, I just, that's my first hurdle. So once I'm mentally and physically past that hurdle, then I can, like, okay, it's go time. I'll start looking at off-sites. As soon as I land, because I land Wednesday afternoon, 
I kind of just w- walk around anyway just to see what's happening out there. Um, see who's setting up. Usually, sometimes they'll let you in like real quick if you know, because they're that's when the the press oh goes. yeah, like panda yeah, like the panda when I was first in line panda for something. Express chicken. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Denise was first in line for the Szechuan. What was it? The hot Szechuan chicken at Panda Express. The Szechuan chicken for Panda Express. Yeah, she had a picture with panda and everything. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I kind of just walk around and just before all the chaos starts and just walk around anyway and see what's there. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll hit me once I'm there. Like it hasn't really hit me that I'll be there next week. So, what about you, Shauna? This is my first con with a baby, <laughs> so I can't do the overnight lines and I can't leave at five o'clock in the morning like I used to. <laughs> and even though my mom is staying with us, so. I don't know if she knows how much she will be babysitting over the course of that weekend. I still can't, like, leave at 4 o'clock in the morning to go see if I can get in line for House of the Dragon or anything like that. So, Well, that's why you have us. We'll be in line. (laughs) There you go. I just need to make sure that I'm involved in all the group chats. Um, But, yeah, I'm really looking out for the ones that are releasing tickets so that I can be very strategic and that I can Mm -hmm. kind of have an Mm -hmm. idea of how to plan. Um, So the D&D Tavern is happening on Friday night, so I'm excited to do that. I really really have to lean into time management this year because my time is limited and uh, I just need to get my my nerd village around me so that I can get my panels in and also get the offsites in but the offsites that I usually am looking for I I honestly it's not even an actual offsite but one of the things that I love to see is the San Diego trolley line like committed to their theme yeah uh, having mm-hmm. lived downtown for so many years during Comic-Con I just loved it all of the stops had their own little like themed names and the trolley wraps like the whole the whole mm-hmm. of downtown comes together for this convention and i think it's just the vibe i just that's what i look forward to outside of the actual convention center just being down there seeing what's what um yeah i'm sad i'm not living Mm -hmm. downtown this year because it was also very easy to just actually have gone home for like a nap and get a get a message or a tweet or something and like run out Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night to go do those things cannot do that even though i'm in san diego again i still can't do that with a two-year-old so that's me how about you mariah what are the offsites that you got your eye on well i'm i think today or yesterday fx announced that they're coming back and that was the one that i was um kind of curious about because they always do something cool they usually bring about two or well three or four different of their their shows and do something fun so that's always 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 really fun so i'm glad they're actually coming back um, and then Ghost, CBS, the show that I love, they also are doing an offsite. So still TBD. So I'm not really sure exactly what they're going to be doing or, or where they haven't announced it. So waiting on, on that. And then, um, Bob's Burgers just announced a cool little event and then House of Dragons. Again, a, a lot of these offsites haven't really given a lot of information on what they're going to be doing. So still trying to just wait wait to see when um and then we have tickets for i think the only i think the only ticket thing we have is movie i mean besides the D tavern is clerks um the movies restaurant um we got tickets for that but um yeah i think it's it's still 
still a little early, still waiting to see what they're going to do, but uh, there's a lot. There's, there's more than I thought. And to your point, too, um, around, I feel like a lot of things haven't been quite announced yet because Amazon Amazon Prime usually has one specific lot that they do. I remember one year they had, like, a whole Jack Ryan obstacle mm, course. Mm-hmm, like, they usually mm-hmm, do really cool off-sites. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they've announced it, but I feel like they might have. But it wasn't any of the shows that I thought that they would bring to Comic-Con. Like, I No, didn't, it's like, just it uh, their the new boys. show, Paper Girls. Oh, I do love Paper Girls. So they're really pushing that, Paper Girls. Oh, I haven't watched, so I should watch that before next It's week. not out yet. I, I've been reading the comics. Oh. It's very good. Yeah, okay. the comics are great. If you haven't read Paper Girls, recommend it. I'm very excited for the show. Uh... I'll be very interested to see how it actually is on screen. Um, but I don't think the offsite mm. is Paper Girls, is it? So they're doing Paper Girls, Ring of, of Power, and The Boys, but they just haven't announced anything yet. It was just like yeah. these are the things that we're kind of highlighting for the Yeah, because so, those are, those I, are I, the yeah, things that I expected not... Amazon Prime to bring, and I was excited. Like those specific three things are like, yes, Amazon Prime, give me all of that. But I haven't seen anything, any offsites to do with any of those yet. Because if they were like, here, come to Middle Earth, I would be there. If they were like, mm-hmm. hi, come swing a hockey stick and kill some people with for Paper Girls, I'd be like, yep, give me that hockey stick. I could probably <laughs> do it better than most people in San Diego. Give it to me. You want me to wrap it for you too while I'm at it? Let me go. Um, but yeah, I, and I haven't seen anything uh, boys related either. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. AMC does AMC not have other shows because they're doing a Walking Dead celebration. It's like, are we not over that? Has that? I mean, what what season are? And people still watching that show? Like they're doing like, does AMC not have anything else going on? Like are they just li- like clinging to Walking Dead? That's that's like the only thing they ever bring. And they're doing a whole celebration for it. And I don't even, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I'll be there if it's option, but I don't understand what, why still. Uh, And this is it. Like the Walking Dead was AMC's flagship show for so long. I really don't know if they have had anything to replace it. But I like, I remember when Fear the Walking Dead came out, they had the whole, you know, Fear the Walking yeah. Dead interaction, like mm-hmm. maze or something, but um, yeah, they they they've kind of been a one trick pony for like fifteen years. It feels like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're gonna have my stepson on Sunday, and he is a huge, huge, huge. Just I mean, video game player. Like he wakes up, plays video games till he goes to sleep. Twelve hours a day, seven days a week. I mean. So Nintendo is doing this whole Switch road trip thing, um, which it seems like there's going to be a lot of time slots. So that's on sale tomorrow, which is July 15th um, on Friday. And I'm excited to get him a slot because he he won. Nintendo did a thing, I think, in 19. And he beat all of the players around him. Like, and he was eight at the time and he's just like playing and he knows all the like the it was a new it was i don't even remember i can't remember what the game was it, maybe it was a mario it was like a new game and he knew all the I like think, i think i think you're right and all the like the characters and he just beat everyone everybody was like what the hell because he knew like all the like he just knew all the the i don't know the little sounds and and sayings because 
like rabbits in Mario or something. Yeah, I, I know, know, yeah, because Nintendo normally does remember. have like a lounge where you can go, and it's just the Nintendo lounge. Yeah, but in the back, and they can do like, games. Mm-hmm. But this sounds more intense. And you want like than a little, that. like a really cool coin. So I'm, I'm excited to see um, him play on on Sunday and hopefully win something something cool. Maybe if it's even a tournament tournament style, I'm not really sure what they're doing, but he always cuz he watches like he's one of those kids that watch the YouTube, so he watches like everything before it comes out so he kind of already knows what's going on. So when he gets mm-hmm. into it, um and he memorizes everything. So he just has to watch it once, saw how they were, you know, the the controls one time, saw the movements one time, saw the combos one time and like can do it. So I I'm excited to see if he's going to win something cool um next weekend at some of these these little tournaments that they're doing come back with the swag or not at all little guy that's how we do it in mariah's house <laughs> yeah basically this is the, this this that's it it's 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 winter or go home so <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's hilarious actually. um <laughs> well um i guess before we 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 kind of uh, end here. A- any um any disappointments so far? Or uh, I mean, we're not even into it. And have you already missed out on something? Have you already come across panels that are just not going to work because they conflict or they're ex- exclusive that you want that are a lottery and you know you're probably not going to get them. What anything so far? The only, I mean, I, and it's probably COVID related or maybe retirement related, but there's no Conan show this year. So I don't know if there's going to be oh, uh, the Conan pops that everyone's trying to get their hands on. Um, so, I, I mean, so. kind of disappointed in that, but for the most part, I'm, I'm just excited yeah. just to be back, just to see friends I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, just excited mm-hmm. it's happening again. So no real yeah. disappointment. Just, I'm actually, I'm actually glad it's kind of a, comic-con light so that we're easing our way back into it so yeah yeah what about you shauna to your point too mariah like we haven't been to a post-covid comic-con so i mean are they going to be filling all of these rooms to capacity are the lines going to be socially distanced mm-hmm. like i kind of assume they will mm-hmm. be but i know i know the two that i've been to this year it's open every it's like it's it's Regular. all fine. It almost yeah, seems like how? How could they social? I mean, just the way you that can't. they do There's the no lines. Way. I mean, you'd you'd have a line yeah. across the entire yeah convention. Yeah, but also no. again to your so, point though, like a lot of people release their tickets. So if they release their tickets, like yeah, are the lines not going to take me hours? Because to my biggest disappointment yeah. is always knowing that there's a panel that I would love to be in, but having to sacrifice the panel to sit on concrete and wait <laughs> because i this or this other thing two other panels to get to the wall yes panel. yes like the, the like it's it's the time like you know time is mm-hmm. the most limited resource that we have during comic-con and it is you can't get it back once it's gone you have to be so strategic about it and just already the disappointment is setting in around like if i want to see this panel and this is my make or break how much how much am i willing to sacrifice for that how much 
Mm-hmm. How many panels? Mm-hmm. How many pop-ups? Because again, you're we we will get texts being like, right now, come to this location, come right now, <laughs> and you're gonna have to in that moment be like, oh Jesus Christ, what's more important? Is it more important to meet the entire cast of the show that I love, or is it more important to get into this panel to see three shows that I love? Like it's yeah. That realization is already setting in, and I'm all I'm I'm already disappointed because I know that those choices are coming, and I you never feel like you make the right choice in the moment. You know, it's always so hard. It's it's so tough. Oh, Comic Con, I I love you, and God, you caused me so much strife. Well, I mean, I don't know. The cons I've been to this year have been pretty cool. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to get back into the big show, but the two that I went to were. We're exciting. The panels were good. The crowds were good. Like people are just ex- like just happy that everything's back in motion yeah. again. So, yeah. Do you want to name drop those cons? Like, what 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 have you seen? What have you liked? What did they do that's different than Comic Con that you really liked? And what have they done mm-hmm. similarly? I like that they're smaller. So it was Awesome Con in DC and Blurred Con this past weekend. I like that they're smaller. So panels are more intimate. You can you can actually kind of meet more people that way and kind of just um yeah it doesn't feel overwhelming um i don't know it's pretty cool and then awesome con is actually cool too because like on the floor they you can get tattooed um like a little tattoo session so oh yeah i was like san diego needs to get, get that one? need to have a tattoo booth on the floor what did you get a tattoo no i didn't oh but it looks really cool um, and then at AwesomeCon, I actually learned about the James Webb telescope. Like they have a, they had a NASA booth. So NASA mm. was there talking about the telescope and what it meant. So was, when I saw the nice. pictures, I was like, oh, I remember talking to that girl about that booth. So, and then the CIA was heavily recruiting, um, at, at AwesomeCon. Um, Interesting. they took like playing cards of all their jobs and then made them superhero related and, um, and then they they like did their own D right. game um that was in the in the room so that kind of sold out quick so um because they're smaller more compact and kind of under one roof and in one spot it was a lot easier to get around um panels were easier i don't know it was easier but yeah yeah Denise, you were talking about the smaller cons, and it reminded me of a moment that I actually do consider one of my favorite moments of San Diego Comic-Con at this point. Um, But it happened, I think, because it was Sunday, so the crowds were thinned out, and I went to this panel about, you know, I think it was witchcraft and and, and, and media, and it was really great, and it was at the last con I was at, so maybe 2019? 2018? Um... But I happened to, after the panel, be able to meet some of the panelists. And one of them was, I can't remember her name, but she plays a witch in Supernatural. She's great. I follow her on Instagram. I really wish I could remember. Ramina, I think, is is her name, but it doesn't really matter. She was great. But the person that this story is about is actually about Tomi Adayemi. And I may be pronouncing her her last name wrong but um she writes a series called children of blood and bone that i really liked and i hadn't read it when i was in the panel but after the panel i just happened to see her and i was like yo like hearing you talking about this i am going to get your book and she was so great and she posed for a picture of with me and it was wonderful um but afterwards 
I texted my friend Jared in Texas and I was like, look who I just met. I just met this person who's an author of a YA series because he'd never been to a con. He's one of those people who like always wants to go to a con, but never actually made it. Um, And at the time he texted me back and he was like, I was just driving and had to pull over because that book is literally on the car seat next to me right now. I cannot believe you just texted me that. I know exactly who that is. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? I just learned about this series. I'm so excited to get it. So that was just the serendipitous moment of like small world nerd uh, culture where I was like, I just met this author and she totally convinced me that I should read her book, but he actually had it like in his car at the moment that I texted him this picture. And so it was just, it was just this really lovely little moment that we had. And um, I think about that pretty often i won't tell him that we're friends <laughs> it but is kind of cool how up close and personal well, you can kind of listen to this to podcast some people like my first con i didn't i didn't i think i just had a thursday badge or some badge i can't remember and i remember going into a panel and jim lee was just doing a drawing session like while he was just talking about his life he was just drawing away yeah. his heart out and it was like a small room i was in the front row and i'm just like is this real right now like jim lee is just in front of me drawing and at the end, he's at a lottery and gave yeah. the drawings away. I was just so panels like that and just moments like that make it worth it and make it really cool. Like mm-hmm. you said, just meeting these artists before or these novelists or whoever before they make it or even after. And the fact that they are big and can still just come and do something small and kind of intimate like this is pretty cool. Yeah. But it's like what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier. It's just those spon- spontaneous moments of nerd culture that is or nerd nerd camaraderie, I guess. But it's just. That's that's what I really love about about Comic Con for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, any um, any final thoughts? I'm just ready for this travel to be over with. I'm excited, yeah. but I'm just like ready for this flights, these flights to be done. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of. I mean, I know I'm I'm only coming from Orange County, <laughs> but to not live in San Diego now. Um, that's happened to a lot of people I mean, that like, I know they used to live in San Diego and it's like since the two years they've moved and everybody's like I gotta yeah, yeah. might stay with a friend or we, we might get stuck driving down each morning I guess it, yeah it's weird not to be to be right there like you said earlier like you can just go home and, and come back or you know, go home and refresh yourself and then head back down in the middle of the night or, or whatever for a line. So it'll be different this year, but excited, ready for it. It's been a long time coming. All right. So what are you ladies watching, reading, playing, Shauna, okay, go so ahead. I've been sitting on this for so long, and I'm like, and I say so long, like it's been a very long time since we've last recorded, but it's not. I just am so excited to share with you what I've been listening to and watching. So I will start with, um, we just watched The Princess on Hulu. So hmm. have you seen it? Denise is nodding, but okay. So no. I had kind of scrolled past this a bunch, and I was like, okay, it's a princess in a tower, like blah blah blah. wasn't it was not catching my eye but um the socials got a hold of me and they were like why is everybody sleeping on this show or on this movie it's so good so um i read about it and i don't want to spoil it honestly 
you should watch it. The summary, the synopsis, whatever, the preview that they're going to give you on Hulu is not enough to tell you that you should actually watch this, but it is so good. Uh, the basic premise of the show, it's set in, it's a, time, it's a period piece, it's medieval. Um, this princess wakes up, she's in the top of a tower, and her goal is to get to the bottom of the tower to save her family from the evil prince who is claiming her as her bride. So she wakes up, it is her wedding day, she does not want this to be her wedding day, and she needs to get out of that situation. Um, but the reason that I don't want to spoil it for you is this. One of the favorite things that I, one of the favorite experiences I had about watching this movie was looking over at Rizzo, who had no idea what the, what it was about, and seeing his face, which obviously this is a podcast, so you can't see it if I mimic it, but he, he his face was just like, like he had no idea what was going on, and it was so good, and it happened within minutes of the start of this show, of this, of this movie. I keep calling it a show, it's not, it's a movie, it's just a movie, but go ahead, watch it, um, things start happening within five minutes of the start and um hmm. it, i i think you'll really like it. It, it it's just there's there's not even that much dialogue in this film to be honest with you yes added to but my watch, watch it list. just put it on and um i hope that everybody else has a, a partner at home who will also react with just sheer shock and like <laughs> what are we doing right now um because i didn't tell him i just put it on and it was great uh so there's that i wanted to share and the other thing that i really wanted to share that has been exciting me this week is i picked up a new audiobook and the name of this audiobook is dread nation have you guys heard of this book okay mm -mm. so it's by an author called justina ireland and basically i love audiobooks I have been out of the practice of listening to them because I don't drive as much as I used to when I was in and out of LA all the time, but I love them. They're great. And the narrator can make or break an audiobook for me. This book, I think won best audiobook in like 2019 or something, but I think the book is was released in 2017, 2019, but Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. It's so, so good. I'm, I think now like 12 or so chapters in. Um, it is set in a decade or so after um, the Civil War in the United States. This girl named Jane is born to a white mother and a black father. And two days after she's born, the dead rise up. And all of a sudden, during the war on the states, they realize that actually we can't have a war against the states because what we need is a war against the dead. And in this universe, slavery is abolished, but instead, basically, black and uh, Native Americans are enlisted and their service to the nation is to fight the dead. So they go to all of these combat schools to slay shamblers as they're called it is so so good it's told from her point of view hmm. it's the narration is amazing it's it's so good i love it i love it so far and i want everybody to read it nice <laughs> nice what about you denise um what we do in the shadow started back up so i watched those first two episodes last night um i was at the convention last weekend so i haven't really been watching anything it's crazy. I took last week off and I don't remember watching TV. I think I just, I spend all my time on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So oh, wait, I don't, wait, I don't, wait. Weren't you going to start Shredder's Revenge? I bought it. I played it once, and I haven't touched it again. I spent all my time on TikTok and on Candy Crush. I watched Thor. Um, <laughs> I I caught up on the boys. I still need to watch that last episode. And, and I mean, that's mm-hmm. really it. I haven't been watching too much TV. Um, I have a bookcase full of books that I haven't read. But all these comic books haven't touched them. All my time is going to TikTok right now. <laughs> now that when I sit and think about it, I'm like, what do I do all day? What do I do? I haven't even, there are podcast episodes I haven't even listened to of other, like some of my favorites. I haven't done that either. So, yeah. All right. I found a book for TikTok the play, though. So I guess we'll be looking out for some TikToks from you then. Listen, making them, watching them, two totally different things. Always. You're, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna find a comic. I'm gonna find a panel on that at Comic Con. <laughs> I looked. They're not happening yeah. on Saturday oh, or Sunday. Shit. Yeah, I'm. I, and I'm trying to think. Is there anything that's coming that I'm excited for, as far as TV goes? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Am I missing something? Right. I mean, you're definitely missing a bunch because you still haven't watched Stranger Things with Paul Reiser. I, listen, I tried to go back in season two. I watched. I think the first two episodes, and I was like. No, so I don't know. Can I watch? No, just skip the season, skip four. season skip four. four. You can. You're good. Okay, I need to know I didn't what watch three. Crazy wake up thing is that everybody keeps talking about. Because um, yeah, yeah, that's season, that's season four. four. That's the latest season. And then when I was getting my hair done, um, I was being judged because I haven't seen Squid Game, and there was something I didn't watch it either. Uh, there was something else I didn't watch. I'm gonna everybody tamper in the, in the... my outrage that neither one of you have watched Squid Game, but it's okay. <laughs> it's the okay. the lady that was getting her lashes done was outraged enough for you. So Okay. Uh, All right, as long as somebody was carrying the outrage. Yeah, she definitely carried the outrage, so I felt it. Don't worry about it. Um Yeah. All right. Mariah, what have you been doing? Well, um of course, yeah, Stranger Things, The Boys, um, we're rewatching Game of Thrones. Really Eric's rewatching it and then I'll just cap a, a random episodes here Why or there. And I just forgot how good the show was. I don't know. He just decided to rewatch it, and I think I had kind of just, like, that last season and, and stuff, I, you know, it kind of just put a bad taste, and I just kind of forgot about the rest of the show, but I've been catching a bunch of episodes here and there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I did really it like was, the show. So It was so, like, Mike and I did a rewatch before every new season, so... You know, before season seven, we would watch all of, all of them, starting from season one to season six. So, yeah, but that's I am so torn about House of the Dragon because I'm like, oh my god, I would love, I would love it to be that. Maybe good. Maybe that's but why he started it. That probably is, but I I really want to love this show, House of the Dragon, and I'm very very torn. Yeah, I I really want to love it. HBO, don't burn me. H, don't do it. I can't handle it. It's so it. funny. <laughs> I would be rewatching it and something would happen. I'd be like, psh, doesn't make a fucking difference. Psh, who cares? It's not going to mean wrong. anything by season eight. <laughs> I don't know. You fucked up everything. Yeah, so I, me rewatching it would just, I would just be angry throughout the entire rewatch. There's so. that other TikTok sound that's going around from Crazy Ex Girlfriend where it's Rachel Bloom singing, You ruined everything, you stupid bitch. And that's what happened on Game of Thrones. But also Crazy yeah. Ex-Girlfriend. Great musical. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and then I guess I'll say it for a third time this episode. Ghost. CBS. Just go watch it. And you won't be disappointed. 
So be sure, yeah, follow us. TikTok, Instagram, listen to us, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, share it with your friends and family. And once you hear this, if you were at tic- at uh, Comic-Con, definitely send a message to us and, and let us know if maybe you saw us or what you liked or didn't like and how your con was. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.